The following podcast is presented by Hormone Logics. Discover your ageless health. And now, part two of our conversation with Anne Lemus. So, Anne, um, thanks so much for walking us through some of your timeline. Yeah. I think you had a question. I did. Okay, go ahead. So I'm curious. <laughs> you know, obviously you're super fit, right? You won your pro card. Um, you're probably in the gym a lot, but you're probably also not in the gym a lot. So what does a rest day look like for Anne Lemus? What do you do on your rest days? Um, I usually, I, I, I honestly try and take two rest days. Um, I, I do my best to take two rest days just because I'm learning over the course of time, the more run down your body gets, the more it won't respond. So I've really learned to listen to my body and, and take a rest day. But yeah, rest days for me um, are all about just like hanging out at home. And, and I do, I mean, I do have a life. So we have a grandbaby. He's three and almost three and a half and we get him once a week. So we have him every Thursday. So that's kind of one of my rest days. I usually try and use that as a day or if I have some cardio to do, I'll do it while he's napping. But other than that, my whole day is committed to this precious little three and a half year old, which is way more important than anything else I do on stage. So that's kind of a rest day. And then Sundays are usually kind of my down day. And it's just really, honestly, it's, it's more just hanging out at home, getting things done around here. Um, husband and I do do a lot of walking outside. We love working in our yard and working in our garden and working on our house. And so it's just having normal, normal life, you know. How old are your kiddos? Uh, well, we, they're all adults. So we have 20, 22, 22, 23, 25, 30, and then a grandma. Awesome. Full spectrum. It's probably nice to have them all launched so you can also focus on your own thing, you know? <laughs> yeah, it, it's helpful. We joke. We got wood. Um, so my husband and I have only, we've been married five years, a little over five years. Um, interestingly enough, he, we were dating when I decided to do my first show. And my, my very first show happened to fall on the one year anniversary of our first date. So after my show, after I competed, he proposed to me that after my show. And he was really nervous. He's like, okay, this is either really going to be icing on the cake if she does really well, or it's going to feel like a consolation prize. I'm not really sure how well this is going to work out. So it was really cute. So he actually proposed to me right after my first show. Um, and we got married about less than a, not even a year later, like right after that we got married. So we haven't been married um, that long. Where was I going with the story? What was your question? Oh, I asked you how old your kids were. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, yes. So we got married at the time. Our, our boys were still in the house. They were in high school and I, it was my thing. Like as soon as the boys are out, I just want to buy a little house. Yeah. We live in a part of town called old Southwest. I'm like, I just want to buy a little house in old Southwest where I can like 
paddle my beach cruiser downtown. We love to do that. Like in the summer, we just go downtown and there's all kinds of concerts in the park and we go out to dinner and those sort of things. I'm like, I want to be able to ride my bike downtown, drink my wine and pedal home. Yeah. That's, that's all I want. I want to, t- I want to I want get out of this big house. Yeah. yeah I want to get out yeah. of this big house and we were way out side of town. It was crazy. So anyway, so we bought this little tiny house and renovated it. And it's kind of been the running joke because I said, let's buy a small house because then the kids won't come home. Well, it has a basement and we have yet to empty net. Like we get rid of one and another one comes home and then we get rid of that one. Oh and then man, they're all boomerangs. Yeah. So I, we have one with us now. She's, she's moving out in a couple of weeks. Um, she's been here two years. So, you know, we're just hoping the, the, another one won't come home anytime soon. <laughs> like you never know. <laughs> Yeah, we have, we have we have the big house right now and and five children and we keep thinking about that too. Like, oh, you know, someday we'll get rid of it, but then you always end up with one or two, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't plan on empty nesting yeah. until they're I don't know, I don't even know the one the twenty five year old is still living with us for temporarily, so you never know. So, and one of my favorite things about Amy's bodybuilding journey, you know, I've gotten kind of the front row seat, um, kind of seeing, uh, the results and, and seeing the lifestyle change. Um, one of my favorite things is going out for food. Um, cause she'll, she'll throw down a, a huge plate of pancakes and the servers have no idea what just happened. What's your go-to <laughs> cheat meal? Like what, what's your, you know, I'm, I'm ready to get some carbs or whatever it is. Like what's your go-to cheat meal? Um, so like after a show yeah. kind of a thing or yeah, like whatever. Yeah. Usually twofold. I always same thing. I always want a good plate of pancakes. Like just always sounds amazing to me. Like good old fashioned restaurant pancakes with syrup on them. Um, and then the usually sweet potato fries. Like sweet potato fries and a burger are my usual go to after a show. Um, Making me hungry. Kind of That's kind of been hindered by my lack of gluten. So that kind of is a bummer because I can't eat the bun anymore. But um, yeah, burger and sweet potato fries or sushi. Going good sushi binge after a show is always really nice. So tell us about how you transitioned from real estate, which you said that you were in for a long time to coaching. When, when did that happen? How did that happen? Why did that happen? Yeah. So yeah, that happened actually fairly recently. So a couple of years ago, three years ago, I had reached out to Jamie um, and just said, you know, I have, I want to start coaching. I have some local girls. So Prior to that, I had been teaching a lot of um, in-person, like, posing posing classes for um, a couple of coaches here in town that were prepping girls for shows. And so I did all of their posing for them, um, for their girls. And then afterwards, I had some of the girls, you know, ask, you know, do you train? Can you help me get ready for a show? And so I had reached out to Jamie and said, how do I go about doing this? And she kind of guided me on how to get started. And I took on, like, a small little, I call, I call them my guinea pigs at the time. Like, if you're willing to be my guinea pig, I'll prep you. I don't, I've never done this before, but we'll figure it out. Um, so started coaching just a local group, but like I said, it was working full time and prepping for shows and that sort of thing. So I only took on like four or five clients at a time, um, but was having a blast with it. And then at um, Masters Nationals this year, my second national show, I got to spend some time with Jamie because there wasn't a lot of other competitors there. And she said, you know, how's your training going? And I said, it's, it's great. So I only can take on four or five because I just don't have time. And she said, well, you know, you should come coach me full time. And I, you know, kind of laughed. I was like, yeah, right. I, there's, there's no way. And I, I, I called my real estate career kind of my golden handcuffs where I felt like, you know, I, I've been doing it a long time. It's, it was a wonderful career. Um, 
I did really, really well in it, but I was really burnt out. I mean, doing it for 20 years, I could do it in my sleep. Um, the profile of buyers has changed drastically over the course of 20 years. And so I just, I was, I was burnt out and I just wasn't getting any fulfillment from, from it, but felt like, you know, I can never, I can never make that kind of money any doing anything else at this point in the game. So I'm kind of stuck here. So we kind of talked and talked numbers and all that. And yes, it was a pay cut, but it was worth it. And so I was completely nauseous with like anxiety of the whole idea of even changing careers at 51 years old after, you know, 20 years being in a career where I could do the job in my sleep. But something just told me this is what you were meant to do. You need to just take this leap of faith. And so I hesitated for a hot minute and then I just said, yeah. Because I knew if I thought about it too long, I'd talk myself out of it. So I'm like, let's do it. So did you so, did you yeah, quit cold turkey? Just, or were you still I taking some? Turkey. Oh wow. No, no. I took a leap of faith and I said, okay, let's let's do this. And within, I got my pro card, came home, put in my two weeks notice, and I was out. What did so, your husband say? Yeah. Or what did he think? <laughs> he was just. He he just does what he does. He just shakes his head at me like, oh, okay, what what are what are we doing? <laughs> Have you thought this through? What are we? You know, he's super supportive. But he's like, okay, if this is this is the road we're going down. Let's let's do it. So, yeah. Well, I mean, you might, you, it sounds like you were getting signs that you should have done it because people kept asking you like, what are you doing? Can we, you know, can we work with you? And so it probably just got hard to say no, huh? Yeah. And, and just like the energy I would get from it. I love coaching and I love helping people on this journey and I love sharing, sharing my knowledge. Um, so it was, it, I definitely, I just knew, I knew, you know, I was not getting any kind of a charge or a buzz from work anymore. Um, but when I would coach, it was just, that's where I would get my energy. And it was just really fun and exciting. So I just kind of knew this is, this is what I need to be doing. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that was, um, I gave my notice. I officially came on full-time with the body at the very end of August. Oh, so recently. Real recent. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's been a whirlwind. That's awesome. Um, what are your future goals? Cause this is your first year as a pro right? It's my first year as a pro. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, you know, I doing my pro debut in, oh my gosh, 12 days. So, so, 12 days. What show yeah. are you doing? I am doing the Caribbean Grand Prix, which is in Bermuda. So oh I man, I feel really bad for you. You have to go to Bermuda. I Gosh, I know, right? <laughs> I know. He's like, do you want to do the show? I'm like, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're making it a whole family. My whole family is coming with me, and we're going to stay for an extra, I think, four or five days in vacation. So wow. it'll be fun. Um, I have no idea what to expect. Um, so kind of my goal, I think, is to just transition from, like, this this fight of and the anxiety. Like, I have to get my pro card to, like, okay, I've done it. I've gotten my pro card, and now I just want to enjoy it. I want to go and have fun. I want to use it as an opportunity to kind of, like, promote my business, obviously, um, promote my coaching but more just have fun with it. Um, and then I really, I really want to, and you know, as you know, Corinne, obviously she's your coach. Right? Yeah. Corinne's she's, my coach. Yeah. 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 So Corinne and I and Natasha, um, we're three of the fit body coaches that really kind of have deemed ourselves like the master's coaches. We take on a lot of the master's athletes, um, we're football master level, um, pros and really passionate about it. But I really, um, I really want to try and influence, the master level bikini pros. Um, 
because I feel like when you're when you're younger in the sport and you get your pro card, then the next thing becomes, okay, now I want to qualify for Olympia. I want right. to get to Olympia. So there's always this like kind of carrot chase. Um, when you become a pro as a master athlete, there really isn't much of a carrot anymore. You know, there's nothing to work towards. So um, I would love to see a master's Olympia. I think it would be phenomenal. Um, right. And I just feel, I mean, I know, I look at my own roster and how full it is with women that want to compete over the age of 40 and the interest is there. Um, the category for masters is growing at leaps and bounds. I think women are kind of doing a lot of what I did. Like, okay, I did my time. I, I had my career. I had my family. I raised my kids. Now they're grown and it's time for me to, you know, spend time on me. I want to work on me. And this is something I really want to do. Um, and I think that is so amazing. I think it's so cool that women are like realizing, you know, 40 is not old. It's not too late to start anything. So reinvent yourself, do it. But I just would, I would really love to see there be more, um, more available for the master's athletes. So I'm not exactly sure how I'm going to, how I'm going to influence that, that direction. But I think Corinne and I and Natasha are, are, are going to keep working at it and keep being vocal and talking to Sandy. And mm-hmm. um, I, I just think there's, I think there's a market for it for sure. So. Yeah, enough voices getting together and saying like, "Hey, we we want this. We need this. Like, why? Yeah. Why wouldn't the sport eventually, you know, listen? Right? Right. Yeah. And, I, and Sandy, it's something they have thought about, and there there has been talk about it. So that that excites me. I think it would be really really cool for us us masters ladies to have something to strive for once you get your pro card. Because um, at this point, I feel like competing as a pro. I'm excited about it, but for me now, it's just it's just fun just to go do it for fun you know there's there's nothing there's no earning points for anything so yeah I would like I, I love happen. I love the community you guys are creating. I mean, um, you know, they do a monthly call, right? Fit Body Fusion does a monthly yeah. call. And yeah. how many women do you think join it? It's about 30, 30, 40. Yeah, somewhere between 30 and 40 yeah. has been our average on our calls. Um, and then we've started recording them because we get tons of feedback. It's just it's hard to pick a time because obviously we're, you know, appealing to the entire country and so it we do it on a Sunday and so we do it at five o'clock. Pacific Standard Time, which makes it really late on the East Coast, but we also don't want to do it in the middle of dinner. And so, anyway, long story short, we record them and we get, and then we post it to the Fit Body pre, um, Platinum page and to the Facebook page and um, get tons of response from people just saying, "Is it recorded? I want to listen to it." And mm-hmm. so, yeah, it's been it's really kind of taken on a life of its own, and it's it's been really cool to, to watch our masters ladies kind of come together and support each other and encourage each other. Right, that's a it's an amazing movement. I think that you're in the middle of, right? Because you're not going to really see those masters athletes on. Hey, Amy, we have a great sponsor on board, Hormone Logics. Yeah, they're actually my hormone doctors, so I think they're pretty awesome. They do hormone replacement therapies to revive energy and strength so that you can continue to feel younger longer. They do bioidentical hormones, menopause therapy, andropause therapy. They help men with things like ED, low T, sleep regulation, They help you to have a more satisfying sex life, improved mood, improved cognition, healthier skin, bones, and hair. How does somebody get in touch with Hormone Logics? You can visit their website at www.hormonelogics.com. Stop missing out on living your best life and be the best version of yourself. Stage at Olympia, it's just, it's not a thing right now, right? Right. But but you're hoping that there might be a category in the future. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I just think it would be so cool to see that. Yeah. What do you think the average age of, of the Olympia athletes is? Oh, I would, if I had to guess, I would say late 20s, early 30s. Right. Yeah. For Olympia. Yeah. And those women have probably been training for eight, 10 years, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jen Dory won last year. Jen, I think, is 25, 26. Yeah, yeah but she um, probably didn't just step on stage, you know, year one and, and win it, right? I mean, no, okay. no, no. She, she's, well, didn't take her that long. She's, she's beautiful and genetically insane. But, <laughs> um, and a lot of those girls are. I mean, I think Angelica was, was 30 maybe when she won Olympia. Issa is in her late 20s. So, yeah, I mean, late 20s, early 30s seems to be. Mm-hmm kind of the sweet spot for Olympia. Yeah. I mean, the fact is, is the fact, right? I mean, your body's just different after you age and after you have children, right? So then to be able to compete with the women that aren't as old as we are or haven't had any children, it's just a different thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes, our bodies are just very, very different. Um, Yeah. It wouldn't be a level playing field by any sense of the imagination, but right. you know, then you look at the masters athletes and just our muscle density and our muscle maturity is so different than, than the young girls. We just look totally different on stage. Than, but, but yeah, I mean, there's some, there's some masters level athletes that are just phenomenal. I mean, I don't know, Mary Abato, she's, she's something else. She's 51 and you wouldn't know it. She, I feel like she's like the freak of nature and could probably qualify for Olympia, but oh, wow. um, yeah. So, what would be your kind of top pieces of advice you would give to someone who might have this as their dream and, and, and is interested in pursuing bodybuilding? Like what, what would be kind of, yeah, your, your top pieces of advice? Oh gosh, my top pieces of advice for people wanting to do this. Um, I would say patience. Um, it takes, a lot of time like the commitment and patience um balance balance is super super important you cannot let this sport consume you um and i feel like the more stressed out you get and the more you run yourself into the ground you the worse you look so just finding that balance um and just realizing that it, it's it's an expensive hobby so don't ruin your life over it it's not you know don't if, you're, if your marriage is suffering because you're spending your entire life in the gym it's probably time to reevaluate your plan um just just perspective perspective and balance um and then just the biggest thing for me too with competitors is this isn't like a run yourself into the ground for 12 weeks and then you know go off the rails I, I see that happen all the time I feel like for me I feel like you need to commit to a lifestyle change and this right. being a lifestyle and competing is just the little icing on the cake it's you getting to showcase the results of changing your lifestyle compete prepping for a competition is, is not a diet and you know when i get plenty of women saying i need to get in shape i want it i'm going to do a show i'm like no i'm not running you into the ground for 12 weeks so you can step on stage right. and then gain 20 pounds after because you, you haven't you don't want to do this as a lifestyle you just want to use it as a diet um not the reason so i guess make sure you're doing it for the right reasons um find your balance and have patience you talk about balance a lot, and I, I like that word for a number of reasons, but one of the things that it brings up in my mind is is finances. I, I think of balance as like a balance sheet or a balanced budget. And so how much yeah. of the financial conversations are you having with women before they get started on this journey? 
Because I would imagine there's a really um, big financial commitment that it's kind of hard to really tell people it's going to cost 5000 or whatever dollars, you know, over the, yeah. you don't know how much it's going to cost, but how do you kind of prep them for that part of it? Yeah. And, and I do. Um, I mean, obviously aside, and I tell them aside from what you're going to pay me as a trainer, you know, keep in mind this and I kind of break down, you're going to spend anywhere between three and $600 on a suit. You're going to spend $300 probably on getting your MPC card and registration fees. You're going to spend a hundred dollars on your tan, you know, kind of give them like a, a rough, outline of it and I, I'm very clear with telling people this is an expensive hobby um, if it's a financial commitment so making sure they're they're ready for that before they go into it um, yeah it's not cheap <laughs> not a cheap sport um, I really appreciate um, kind of all the all the advice that you've given and sharing your story. Is there, is there anything else that you'd really, that you really want our audience to know kind of about you or about, about the sport in general? Um, no, I, I guess for me, what I want people to grasp and it's the same thing I try and like really hammer home with my clients, whether they're lifestyle or, or competition is this is, taking care of yourself and changing your lifestyle in such a way where you're, you know, you're eating and you're, you're listening to your body, which I think a lot of us, we stop doing um, at an older age because we just start coughing it up to, Oh, it's just age or I'm tired because of, you know, I'm just aging or I'm perimenopausal. And it's like, listen to your body. And if you're not feeling well, make, make some changes to make a difference. Um, but for me, it's truly, it, it, this is a, a lifestyle change and something that is going to help you feel better for the rest of your life. And it extends into all areas of your life. It isn't just about how you look on the outside. It's about taking care of yourself on the inside, um, how that helps you relate to everyone else in your life. I mean, when you're happier and you're healthier, I feel like it just, it permeates everything. You know, the yeah. people around you start wanting to be healthier. And I'm sure you two find that in your life as well. You know, my, my kid eats really healthy. I've got my sister-in-law coming to me saying, can you help me figure out my macros? I've got my mom tracking her macros. My mom's lost like 13 pounds. And it's just, to me, it's like so cool. You don't, this isn't necessarily about competing. If you want to compete, great. That should be your way of showcasing your hard work. But for me, it's about changing, changing your life, um, changing your, your life so you can enjoy quality. You know, you enjoy the quality of your life and be healthy into your 70s and 80s and, you know, make those kind of life changes. Yeah, I've noticed that it just kind of radiates into everything else, right? As far as like even just like organization or planning or um, happiness in general. I, th I'm, I find myself just like a lot more joyful because I have such a routine that's that's um, dependable, you know, I mean, it just kind of, it, it, it kind of spreads into all these other areas that I, I, I guess I wasn't really expecting, you know, but mm -hmm. I think like for me, I had to be in a really good place mentally and physically before I started. And I think that that's kind of mm -hmm. what I worry about with, with people that, um, that might just be like, I'm signing up for this, like you said, and it's like more a diet or I want to get on stage. Like, I feel like you have to be kind of mentally and physically strong to begin with in order for it yeah. to, to be beneficial to you instead of maybe detrimental. 
that is that is true and I, I i can say now that i am coaching full-time and i have all different you know walks of life that i'm coaching is i feel like i do spend a tremendous amount of time working with people on just that um and not you know it's not and it's not about oh i'm going to feel better in 10 and i lose 10 pounds like what what is it what is the goal that's aside from a number yeah. i don't want your goal to be a number on the scale like okay when you're 10 pounds what does being 10 pounds lighter mean to you? Well, how is that going to change the quality of your life? Um, and kind of getting down to people's why, you know, and it usually comes down to, I just want to feel better. I want to have better self-esteem. I, you know, there's just all of these parameters that come down to it. Um, and just things like, you know, the habits I think we get into as we age with even alcohol. I'm like, well, you know, I'm, come on, I just, I look, my stress relief is my two glasses of wine I drink at night. It's like, okay, well, how's that making you feel? Is it disrupting right. your sleep? You know, there's all these things and it's like, let's, let's try, let's try some natural endorphins, you know, let's yeah. try working out instead. Let's so, talk about how much just, sugar is in that and how that's spiking your, you know, your blood. Yeah. 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 And, and it's just kind of a learning curve for people. And, um, you know, a lot of what I've learned in, in coaching so far and something that Jamie has really taught me is you have to meet people where they're at. You know, when people come to you, they're coming to you in a million different places. Some have already been eating healthy and clean and they really are ready to maybe take it to the next level. And some people are coming to me having no idea how to eat, how to exercise, how to sleep, how to even even read their own biofeedback. Like people have a hard time even telling me how they feel or how their strength is because I think they felt like crap for so long. They don't have a reference point. Um and so it usually takes a few months for people to go, it's amazing how much better I feel. I can't believe how well I'm sleeping. And I can't, I mean, it's, it's crazy just the little changes that people make. And they, it usually takes a few months for them to like the light bulb to go off and go, it's crazy how much better I feel. I feel like also like the, the thing that people kind of get caught up on that you really need to kind of push away from in this sport is that game of comparison, right? Because even if somebody comes to you and they're like, hey, I want to lose 10 pounds. What if you as a coach don't think that's necessary? I mean, 10 pounds looks so different on everybody's physiques, depending on how old you are and how tall you are and whatever. So like, you can't look at these Instagram pictures and be like, I want to look like that because that it doesn't work, right? I mean, that's why you're a coach. So you can evaluate everybody individually and figure out what's right for them. Can you kind of talk about that comparison thing? Yeah. And we, you know, and it's really interesting too, because I think just the diet culture in this country that, you know, the women that come to me who have just been chronically dieting their entire life and have just been cardio bunnies, you know, I, I start myself and then I do three hours of cardio and you're just like, ah, bad, bad, bad. And so you get them weight training and it, it takes me some time to, to women that you uh, trying to get women away from that mentality of the scale um, and really and it just take it takes time and just results you know I've got one woman who's like I want to be you know 115 or whatever and I'm like okay why 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 that number because her only reference point is the one time in her life where she felt really good in her skin she was 115 but she had zero muscle so having to explain to people muscle is very very dense and it's about body composition, and I, I want you to let go of the scale. I mean, I wish I could. I wish I could tell my clients, I don't even want you on the scale. Let's just go off of measurements. But I need right. some sort of a baseline. You know, I've got one woman who's in prep, and she's like, I just feel like I haven't lost enough. So I sent her side by side. I'm like, you were the exact same weight in both of these pictures. One is like six months ago. Um, 
vastly different. I'm like exact same weight. You are an inch and a half smaller in your waist. You're two inches smaller in your glutes. You're an inch smaller in your thigh. You have shrunk exponentially and you are the same weight. So why does the scale matter? You know, muscle is dense. Um, So I I just think I spend a lot of time with our age group of women. I spend a lot of time really trying to undo that eat less and do more cardio mentality um, and getting them to just trust the process. I mean, that's a hard thing to do, but trust the process and just give your body time, do a little weight training and just recomposition to me is the most fascinating thing. I love it so much when women can be like, I feel so good. I can't believe I look this way and I'm the same weight. I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's a difference in muscle. So. I think we're going to end on that. I love that you just said trust the process because for me, you know, that was kind of my struggle at the beginning because I'm um, type A, I'm controlling, right? So to me, just like give up all the control to my coach and be like, okay, you know, I trust you. But I really feel like that's what makes it successful is just trust the process, hire a professional, know that they've got your best interest in mind, but do your homework, make sure that who you hire, like is doing it right, you know? And I think that that's the value that you bring from, um, especially from Fit Body Fusion or from, you know, a a um, well-known coach or team is that you you guys have been doing it for a while. You kind of know, you kind of know what's going on, right? Yeah. 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 Well, thank you so much for, for joining us today. Do you have any final comments? No, thanks, Anne. Thanks for being really transparent. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. It was fun. Yeah. Thank you. This is Amy Wilhelmy. I'm the owner of Balance Wellness Collective. It's a holistic and integrative mental health practice located in St. Charles, Illinois, and telehealth. All of Illinois, we see individuals, adults, families, children, and adolescents. We are primarily family-focused and also do divorce mediation. It is a mind, body, and spirit approach to care. You can find us at www.balancewellnesscollective.com. So we just had Anne on. Anne Lemus is an IFBB pro, and she was our guest today. And I just thought, for me, I think the most interesting piece, because I'm in it and I'm you know in this community, is just this this master's community that, you know, her and Kareen are creating. I just, I love everything that she said about that. I love what she said about hormones and, you know, starting this journey when she was 40 and and now she's 50. Like it, there is a place for that in this sport and obviously a place in my own heart for this whole thing too. So that's probably what I found most interesting yeah, I mean, I thought that it was interesting when she talked about the Olympics, uh, or Olympia, excuse me, um, being in that master's uh, category, there isn't really a representation at Olympia. Mm-mm. So she wants to be an advocate for that. And that's, it takes a lot of work. Uh, you got to be pretty dedicated. Yeah. And um, I think with her background in, in real estate, um, she's probably the right uh, fit for that. You know, realtors are very much like relational and friendly and welcoming. Um, and I, those are the vibes that I got. I, I think she's going to do a great job. Yeah. I think that the more athletes speak up, you know, the more voices we, we have, um, with the MPC just saying like, Hey, this is, this is what the community wants. Um, 
because it's it's just so different to be on that stage and be a 20 to 30 something year old athlete than than our bodies are um you know with age and hormones and having children um especially for the women so to have um, something available so that there is a, a next step after getting your pro card. I mean, getting a pro card is such a feat in itself, but then, but then what? Right. So I've got some homework. I need to go and Google barrel racing. <laughs> barrel racing. Yeah. That's interesting. I was thinking when she was talking about the barrel racing, just like how much core strength that would take to keep yourself on that animal going through, you know, the barrels. <laughs> Have you ever been stuck in life? Have I got a book for you? Ascension Mentality, written by Amy Wilhelmy, public speaker, athlete, and licensed therapist. In her book, Amy takes us through a raw and vulnerable journey as she unravels from childhood trauma and navigates her career, marriage, and parenthood. She takes us on a deep dive into her life and how when emotions are left unprocessed, they seep into adulthood as she tries to navigate the task of growing up. You cannot change what you did, you cannot change what has happened to you, but you can change how you feel about it. You can let go of what is holding you back. When you process and unwind trauma, you don't lose what made you strong. You only lose what no longer serves you. To ultimately be a better human, friend, parent, partner, coworker, daughter or son, and leader, it's time to let go. Ascension Mentality. This has been an Ascension Mentality podcast. Hit subscribe for all the latest episodes. For more information, visit ascensionmentality.com. Ascension Mentality, making mental gains. (laughs) 